A bookworm is imprisoned in an enchanted castle. A mobster finds love in Hollywood. A district attorney tries to uncover what might be the deepest conspiracy in American history. A New York psychologist helps a lost southerner come to terms with his past. And an FBI agent in training enlists a famed cannibal to track a serial killer. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1991. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to the Silence of the Lambs. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey. Um, what a year, 1991. What a huh? good year. Yeah. I know. I know, guys. <laughs> what, a, what a strong year. <laughs> Megan didn't love this year. I, oh, really? I'll tell you going in. I don't know. I we don't... talked about it the other night. She hadn't watched everything yet. But I'm not sure I love She doesn't know she likes anymore. movies anymore. <laughs> the one thing that this podcast has done, and I'm proud of this, is I have broken Megan's brain, and she hates film. <laughs> I literally have been thinking about it, and I'm like, like, I should what just is... give it up. I truly said out loud the other day, what is good? You stared you stare at yourself in the mirror and said, what is good anymore? I don't, I'm not sure. You know, guys, Anthony Bourdain died, and I'm sort I of know. like, what is the point yeah. of all of sure. this? My fucking dog is going to be annoying now. Yeah. You know, I, I never really even watched his shows, and it was very profoundly sad to me. And I think mm. it's partially because I was just out of the country eating foods. Mm-hmm. And like... Also, uh, where um, where I work, if um, there's no one waiting for help, it says no reservations. So now every time I look down, I'm like... You go, no reservations. Yeah. I used to only think of the Catherine Zeta-Jones, Aaron Eckhart flick. Oh. oh By the wow. way, that's a movie that I enjoy. <laughs> what does that say to me, that I enjoyed that movie? You love Aaron Eckhart. I do like Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. And I like food, and I like yeah. watching people cook yeah. food. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I just was th- thinking about 1991. I just think it's fun that an animated movie is included in yeah. what's going on. Mm-hmm. And also a horror movie. That's true. That's That that was, and, and we'll talk about those two mu- movies being mm-hmm. the good ones. <laughs> I'm, yes. But I also watched a few that were just that year that were not nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I guess maybe that's what I mean by like, what is good? What is in good? My, in my mind, I'm like... I don't know. The, the, well, the fur, we'll talk more about it, but yeah. the further back we go, the more I'm like movies. The more I'm watching movies that I haven't seen before, yeah, and and longing nostalgically or whatever for the movies that I have seen. That maybe I don't know would I, that wouldn't be in the Oscar. This is why we started this podcast. Yeah, but I'm now fully getting it. Well, it is definitely going to be weird as we go back further because it's going to be like we're going to get into years that, like you said, you haven't seen the nominees, but also years that, you know, like when we do like 2006, like we probably each saw, we've probably seen 75 to 100 movies that came Mm -hmm. out that year. Mm -hmm. So we have a better idea of like, oh, these are the top five, but I really wish these three had been in there because not only did I personally love them, like I can recognize them as very good movies. Yes. Whereas like the further back we go and we're younger, it's stuff like, oh, 19, you know, whatever, 
89 that we did last week, like we're looking at the movies that like we remember watching like growing up, but we were four, six years old. Yeah. So like it's like, oh, yeah, but I guess why was wasn't this movie that was <laughs> tailored to five year olds nominated for Best Picture? But, this is the one I remember. But from on that a bigger year. scale, and I agree with you, and yeah. I agree with that point, but on a bigger scale, and maybe this is something to be the three of us because I'm in that sort of a mood, sure, can be thinking about as we talk about these. Is like what makes a movie good, right? Like yeah. what is what makes an like what makes a good, a good movie? Yeah. Um, Daniel Montgomery's with us. Oh, oh yeah, hi. we didn't even introduce. Oh yeah, oh. I was just jumping he on. Just in. jumped right in here. Um, we're so happy to have Daniel Thank here. I'm so happy too. to be had. On, on yeah. in these troubled times and this troubled. Troubled week. Yes. I'm really happy that we have like a array of light. Oh, yeah, we were just now more at, than ever. Yes, now more than ever, we need Daniel Montgomery's <laughs> in our lives. <laughs> I just found out he lives nearby. I know. He's got a we very can go to Kofax together. Sure. He's got a cartoonish dog that you love. Ooh, yes, I've got a very cute. There's th- a lot of cute dogs happening. I think our dogs should meet. Oh yes, for sure. Yes, my dog will have little to no interest in yours, <laughs> but it will look. They'll look great in a picture They'll together. look wonderful yeah. together. My dog will have a lot of interest in your dog. Oh, yay. Probably to an, incom- an uncomfortable degree. <laughs> Scout, yeah. another dog that you can ignore entirely. <laughs> Scout is also currently ignoring us. Yeah, yeah really. Chowing yeah. down on a tennis ball. I'm glad she's found something that makes her happy in this yeah. life. This she looks happy. Um, Daniel, when we were walking, uh, we were waiting for you to come to the door. We're talking about um, hereditary. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which I saw this morning. Have you seen it yet? No, and I'm not going. I know. Well, so the, the, here's something you should know about me. I hate, and this is, plays into this year. Yeah. I don't like horror movies. I don't watch them unless they are um, really good. I, like, that seems like a weird thing to say, but I my husband sees, like, all that crap. Mm-hmm. Like, the saws, the final destination. Yes. Daniel's, Daniel's a real horror honey as well, just yes. like Kat was last week. Yes, oh, okay. Both. Kat and I are very much on the same Very page. into that. Yeah. I'm I see like, it uh, the whole wide range. The wide, the good and the silly. The good. Yes, exactly. I'm like a real pussy, so... Uh, <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to admit it. That's, uh, that's so, my husband will watch them and say like hey this movie is scary but you should it's like you or or maybe it's not scary but like this is a it's really good you should mm-hmm. see it he was like that with um drag me to hell mm-hmm. he was like that with like to a lesser extent it's not really a horror movie but get out and mm-hmm. some other things and this movie he came home and was like i loved it it's super good and you can't see it <laughs> yes i, I- I think it. I think it does fit in the category of really good movie. Yeah, and also for me, but it's rough. Scary. For me, I'll only go scary. see horror movies even if they're scary. If there feels something like more heightened to them, I guess to me, like I don't. I'm never gonna just go see like a movie that it seems like it's the only thing it's set out to do is scare you. Yes. Like that just doesn't. I understand. That doesn't interest me. 100%. But like, like all like this new like art house wave of like horror. Like I've seen way more horror movies in the last like three years like like i wouldn't say it follows i saw the witch like these right, movies the that two, like for, those yeah two, those two movies yeah those well it follows less so but but maddie also was like this movie is super good and you can't see the witch yeah yes the witch is one of my favorites yeah and i understand it's very good and it's very scary I have really bad. I had bad. What did it, there was something I Although saw. Although I would say you could see The Witch over Hereditary. I, I think so too. I, I would say The Witch you'd be more okay with because yes. it's also, it reminds you of your past because it's very like 
Puritanical <laughs> New England. <laughs> Megan grew up in New Hampshire, oh, so yeah. I escaped. Uh, yeah, I escaped a fate. Yeah, that befell. I, I mean, you look nothing like people. Anya Taylor Joy, but what um, is she ugly? No, she's very beautiful. <laughs> 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 No, she, I think she's probably a dog. You do look a little like Black Phillip, who I'm, familiar, I'm sure you're familiar with, though. Is that the sheep? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's she, a, it's he's the goat. A, he's a goat. goat. He's yeah. a goat. He's yeah. a goat. Okay. Uh, well, this has been super great. I love that I told you, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really low. I lost a job, and Bourdain died. And uh, you're like, you look like a goat. <laughs> But he's such a handsome ghost. Sure. He's very powerful. I sure. loved him. I loved him. <laughs> I loved him. I did. I think he's wonderful. Oh, yeah. I, I hate you both, and I will see you in hell. <laughs> I hope you don't drag us there. Uh, I did like that movie. There's a lot of jump scares yeah. there are, in that. Yeah, there are a lot of jump that, scares I'm not, in that one. Yeah. I'm not good at that. Hereditary is very scary. Before I went and saw it, I said to Ali, I was like, well, if I call you... Will you come pick me up if I get too scared? And she was like, "Yeah, sure. Can you get me two diet cokes?" And <laughs> you know what I? You know what? You know what I saw, and I and I had nightmares for a long time, and I and Maddie dragged me to it, and I did not forgive him for a long time. Was the remake of Evil Dead? Oh, and I was like. What is happening? Like I was oh, so that is, that is upset. one I would definitely not recommend. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Why did he do that for me? I don't know. I was. I do. I do not know the answer to it that. It was bad. It, it was. It was bad. It was bad news bears. Uh, oof, yeah, that one is because they no kind of. There's like no a girl real gets comedy by a in the tree remake, and it's right? not like funny. The, it's it, it, it is <laughs> no, less it funny. is less you know like oh it's aware but it's yeah. it is less funny and it's like you know as gruesome as you can imagine like yeah. Evil Dead Two the one with um, Bruce Campbell yeah is high on camp fashion. which I love <laughs> yeah. I love it's, a blast. it's so fun I loved the show on Stars which or R I P R I P that show's gone now yes but that was like fun because it's campy and whatever yeah. this felt real and upsetting and I don't care for that yeah I, I was not a huge fan of. Of, of the remake. Neither was I. I really wasn't. I wish I had been. I really wish. <laughs> but, oh well. Oh well, let's talk about 1991. Sure. sure. Let's jump into it. So we'll go through the nominees alphabetically, um, and then we'll end with the winner, which actually alphabetically would be the last movie we talk about Look anyway. Look at that. That's happened a few times. Yeah. Oh, that always pleases me. Maybe really. that's the sign of a good movie. Later in the alphabet. Later in the alphabet, yeah. <laughs> as far down. If you can make a good movie starting with a Z, Zero Dark Thirty, wow. Zoolander Two. Wow, you're really pulling these out. Yeah. Um, I can't think of. Any. I can't think of literally any, um, but I'm so terrible. Z-Lig. Who? It's a Woody Allen film. Oh, oh. sorry, we're not talking about him. He's canceled. Zelda. Sure, there's probably a movie called Zelda. Zelda? Yeah, I'm the sure. Zelda Fitzgerald story. Sure. Or Link. Yes. <laughs> the Link story. Yeah. Are they making a Zelda? Aren't they making another movie? Yeah, why not? They should, they probably should. Yeah. yeah. She's a tragic figure. She is. Yeah. Um, but let's start with a tale as old as, as old time. As time. <laughs> True. You know what I like singing to that? Sometimes I just like sing tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. And I just make all the You just the do the entire song, but just that first. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Tale as old as time. So it's like Howard Ashman like died 
in the middle of writing that song. <laughs> yes. Like they had just started. And all started they had it. was the tune. Like, yeah. Oh, shoot. Well. Huh. Yeah. It's just a fun game that I like to play with myself. Yeah. So. I have to say, I watched Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. in three D <gasps> in preparation for this. Nuh-uh. I did How'd a, you do that? A friend of mine has a. a huge like projection screen all right brag i know hmm. and he also had four sets of 3d gog- like goggles glasses to watch who is this friend jake gyllenhaal jeez <laughs> if if it were jake gyllenhaal that i'd watch beauty and the beast with i would not be here today <laughs> you would never see me again they'd be married on an island mm-hmm. right now and i'd be gone oh for sure but um it was pretty it was pretty fantastic in 3D. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I imagine it really was. And I don't like three. I don't like 3D, but I think the only <coughs> time it works for me is in animation. I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really interesting. It has to be like really like the only movies I'll even go see in 3D is if I know like they made like like an Avatar or a Life of Pi or something that they were like, all right, I'm making this movie and I'm incorporating 3D as opposed to. Hey, we can charge an extra seven bucks a ticket if we I put it in three D. Never see the three D. Yeah, version. me neither. I, I will I will specifically avoid, avoid it. Yes. Yeah. But I did watch the three D version, and it was beautiful. It's gorgeous. It really was. It's it, gorgeous. It, movie. It, it, you know, sometimes watching three D stuff, especially in an animated movie, after it's over, I was like, well, that's how it's always been in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine ever going back. Yeah. Um. One thing that I I noticed watching this movie, especially in these times, is Gaston needs to be canceled. Speaking Ooh. of canceled, it made me I, I that was, scene with him and Belle in her house. I was is, like, this is very rape culture. Yeah, like, I did not care for it. He was <laughs> physically intimidating to her. Yeah, um, and I didn't like that. It, but although that song, no one needs like yeah. Gaston. That is no a no one not like that's Gaston. A, that's Whatever a, it is. Just do that over and over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one blah 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 like Gaston. That's it. Yes. Um, that's a banger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is a banger. I, I did find this movie almost as unrealistic as JFK in the sense that uh, Belle is way too pretty to be into books. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy it. She, uh, this is going to sound cr- like uh, crazy. Uh, so I was watching this and I was like, God, she's like cartoonishly gorgeous. And I was like, she is a cartoon. <laughs> and this is like where the, like it is the epitome of Disney, like ingenue, yeah. who mm-hmm. doesn't know how pretty she is, who's making faces that are ludicrous. Yes. Her eyes are way, way too big. big. She's ruining girls' lives. In that sense, like, in that sense, honestly, Hermione Granger, what is her name again? Emma, what? No. Emma, Emma Watson? Yeah. Emma, Emma Watson. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Emma Watson. Emily Watson. <laughs> Emily, I was going to say, that doesn't sound, not Angela's Ashes, but Emma Watson um, was great casting for that live action because she is also like kind of cartoonishly beautiful. Mm-hmm. But something that, that, the, that this animated one does way better is like, and we'll talk about this, like, I keep saying we'll talk about this. <laughs> We're talking about it now. Uh, it, this movie's an hour and a half. Don't add, hey, live action Beauty and the Beast, don't add this bullshit, like, this other song. They added stupid songs. Everything in this movie is perfect, and, like, the songs are perfect, and it doesn't need any more, and it doesn't need any less. It's the the right amount. It's the right amount of time for a movie. Yeah. That is the correct movie. Plus the animated version, all of the um, anthropomorphic 
furniture pieces are endearing, whereas yes. in the live action film, they are all terribly Horrifying. frightening. <laughs> I, I have to make a con- uh, confession. I did not see the live action BB. Oh, it's good. I liked it. I, we, it's fine. And by say I did not see, I mean that I watched it on net. I'm using quotes. Watched it on Netflix mm-hmm. one night. Where I was a like I was not was not paying attention. Yeah, I was doing everything but like watching this. I don't think you need to pay attention. It's it's fine. I mean, I liked it. It's Luke fine. Evans is good. He's great. He's I like so I like good. Luke yeah. Evans, but I, I just, he's the best part. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I cringe at a lot of like an, an embarrassing amount of for me embarrassing amount of CGI to the point where yeah. I feel like everything's so CGI that I can't I wouldn't be able to reach out and sort of like touch it yeah, yeah. and sometimes when I see a live action movie that has so much CGI yeah. in it then I think why don't you just why wouldn't this just be animated animated yeah, yeah, there's, yeah you there's would no be, need there's no call for this really you would definitely spend all the castle scenes cringing watching the live action version. Yeah, or that's basically the whole yeah. movie. I will say I think she and the Beast have good chemistry. I know that's a weird thing to say about animated characters. Uh-huh. And when I remember as a kid thinking that the Beast was more attractive than the prince that he yes. becomes. Yes. And is, I he's agree. Not, he's not great looking he's, as He's the, not kind a, of terrifying. Yes! His, something <laughs> like about when his like nose trans, and his sharp, the, the sharpness of his face... He's scary looking, his right? His eyes looked too far into me. Yeah. Like his lips were so big. Especially and like Belle, it's me. I was like, and I was like Ooh, no, that's girl. Not, that's not you. You in danger. <laughs> yeah. Get out. Get out of here. Especially like two years after Prince Eric, this is your prince. Yeah. Like in comparison. Yeah. Like it sucks. Poorly you know? done. Like Ooh. Make a demi the hottest okay, I'm gonna just say it right now. <laughs> hottest animated character of all time for me is Dimitri from Anastasia. I just want to put that out there. Fun. I support that. <laughs> Hot, kind of like devil may care attitude. I think Beast might be bottom for me. Be- not Beast. Beast is cute. He's furry. Yeah. Uh, but Prince, yes. Prince version. Um, the prince in Sleeping Beauty is also strange looking. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that. They, yeah. were, they were, honestly, they were figuring princes out. Well, yeah. It seems like they were still figuring them out. Yeah. In Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like, what level of hotness yeah. can we take? Can we handle? Yeah. yeah. Best can looking we... animated character, Lola Bunny. <laughs> yes. She's wonderful. <laughs> what about Pepe Le Pew? What about the chick that Pepe Le Pew liked? Because that's also very rapey, but I remember Oh, yeah. She never talked, really though, right? Did no, she she, I think she had a really thick, didn't she? Really thick French, French accent. accent. Yeah, I think she, she did. Oh, can we thicker talk? than the 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 feather duster and that's what I was about to talk about <laughs> oh my now. God, I loved her. I, I was watching that too, and I was like, oh, "What are they doing behind that curtain?" Like, were like, can, I'm are, like, can we do this right now? <laughs> aren't were they fucking? Was a candlestick fucking a feather duster? And or, what? Uh, like, were they just tickling each other? And I what did think, I think when I was like four? I think watching you, it? I think they probably were just tickling each other because you know what? You know what's interesting about this movie? Her. He has fire. He she is made of feathers, and there's fire oh, on his hand. She can yeah. tickle his base. Maybe she's into it. That's some. That is some nasty <laughs> shit right there. That is. I mean, I don't want to pass judgment on anybody's yeah, don't sexual proclivities. Stop kink shaming. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. If you want to get literally burned, <laughs> if you want to get burned, and, that, and that's your thing, yeah, you do you. Um, no, because I was I was watching it this time, and I thought I thought it was so strange that when he transforms at the end, they don't kiss. They don't. They do. They don't. Oh wait, the the duster and the no. Oh, Beast and Belle. Yes, they do. They do not. Yes, they do. No, she's just like hold hugging him, 
and well, he's dying well, and they... the last thing falls off and then he comes back and then they kiss but they never kiss when he's the beast really yeah. Oh. oh yeah they don't kiss when he's the beast no. yeah no that might have been that might have been more than 1991 could handle yeah yeah, Beast, it's just beast, on, what I sort of beast on Bell action was yeah. a no-go. Yeah, that's just what I, in my mind, that's what changed him back, you know, is no, they finally she kiss. She just like, cries over him and yeah. is like, oh, it's I the, love you. Yeah. It's the tears. It's the yeah. tears that well, do then she, Well, he dies, so like what, she would have kissed like his dead, his cold dead lips? Yeah. That's what, that's Snow White. That's Sleeping Beauty. No, Snow White was asleep. Sleeping Beauty was asleep. Yeah, but when they're kind of When you're kissing a dead, dead person... <laughs> That's like a whole different thing. He just thing. died. I bet his yeah. lips were warmer Even when worse. he was just dead than Even when worse. Snow White's been asleep for like seven years yeah. or whatever. I don't I don't agree. I think I, it's creepier to kiss I can't a dead comment. person. Because <laughs> you've never kissed a dead or a sleeping person? Yes. <laughs> or both. I think I think I've probably kissed a sleeping person. Right? I tried. Yeah. Right, Craig? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. According to that camera I have in your house, it's definitely I happened. I kiss everybody that sleeps Craig, in my house. Craig's kissed sleeping people all the time. Um, I did want to say, and this actually, I probably primarily I probably thought of it because I knew you were going to be the guest on this episode. The asylum, the guy who runs the asylum. Creepy. Oh, wow. Do Scary. you think that's the crypt keeper before he was a skeleton? Yes. He does look... I'm glad that you asked that. That's a really... That's exactly... He reminded me a little bit of... Cannot remember his name, but he is the, like, villainous priest in Hunchback of Notre Dame. What is his name? Do you remember... No, I don't... I'll be real with you. don't remember much about... That was a weak one. Hunchback was also, like, like just past, for me, Disney movies. Like, I think I... I don't even think I saw it. Yeah, it was... I... Feel like that that guy and um, the ominous figure in Beauty and the Beast, they are from same maybe the same animator. Yeah, team. but also they might be the same voice. I think. Yeah, or maybe like the, that voice. I wouldn't. I, I don't similar. blame them for recycling. I mean, the characters very evil. characters could literally be related because they're both in France. Oh yeah, maybe they're the That's same true. person. Yeah, but you know what I thought when that, true, when that character appe- appeared was, and this is probably also another dumb thought, but I'm so used to, in in our current times, seeing a movie or a story or a TV show or anything where there's a villain and we see, like, a little bit of the villain's humanity, right? Yeah. Or we see... Oh, yeah, and there's nothing redeemable about either him or uh, Gaston. Or even the dude that... The Josh Gad care whatever the LeFou? LeFou, sorry. Right. The, I was I was like, oh, this is just a villain for villain's sake. Villain, yeah. villain, yeah. villain. It's a bad person. Yeah. You know? And this and I'm so not used to seeing like <laughs> I don't know. That that like strong, just straight up archetype. This guy is evil because he is just blanket evil. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Can I tell you my favorite part of the movie? Yeah. Is the the very end when the movie's over and Peebo Bryson and Celine Dion. Sing their version of Beauty and the Beast. Come in and sing Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. I was like, come for the gorgeous animation. But stay. Stay for for the reprise. It's just exactly what we all need. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) I love Celine. If you have the chance to go see her in Vegas. Oh, I I will. Like, Tears, I have tears no rolling doubt. down my face. My sister and I thought we were having a religious experience. You were, yeah. 
I love her. She is your French Canadian god, your Quebecois. 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 She's a female. Mm. That that moment is, I think, is where nothing. There wasn't any of that in Aladdin, was there? But that moment of, all right, we have a strong song in this movie, mm. and we're going to add some pop stars mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, yeah. To like, like, like Vanessa always... L. Williams' "Colors of the Wind." Yeah. Like, let's go. Like here, we're like this is where we're going now. Yeah. This might have been the first instance of that. I think so. I don't so. know if they did it for Little Mermaid. I don't think so. For Lion King. Lion King, I, I mean, was, Elton John. Yes, like, kind but of that exactly. was later, right? Lion King was right. Was at, was nineteen ninety three. It was the next movie, right? Okay, or two. The or was Aladdin next? It's Aladdin and then Lion King and then Lion King. All right. Well, maybe Aladdin was basically already done though by the time that became a huge hit, and Miss. it was too late to throw it on was the it, credits. It? I think Pebo Bryson. Although I'm going to stop you and then. say I think Pebo Bryson also did. Uh, I can show you the world because they did do a. Oh, a, you're right. Uh, a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, so this is what's is this is what started yeah. it all. Can Thank we, God. Can we confidently say that? Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. <coughs> the one thing um, that I think is underlooked at this by this movie is um, the mistreatment of Philippe, the horse. Oh yes, oh, they just yeah. leave him out there. They just leave him out there. And I mean, supposed it's to sit Maurice's fault that they get lost. Philippe knew where the hell he was going. Scaring that horse. Yeah. Crazy yeah. old horse. By the Maurice. way, Pivo Bryson did do the yes. They so the, he did a whole new world. And I mean, he did Beauty and the Beast and then. A whole I like world. to pretend like Pivo Bryson is still somewhere, like recording a song from every Disney movie that comes out. Like, <laughs> Just people don't like care. He has a, like he has a cover of the song from Zootopia that he's like, <laughs> why is this not getting any traction? I'd like to believe he's like rolling in fat piles of money. From yeah. This. I don't know if that's the truth, but I would love to believe that. We all just wish the best for Peebo. We do. Yeah. Um, Beauty and the Beast is good. What do you, what Beauty do you have and the to Beast say? is good. It's good. I'm glad it was nominated. It's a great movie. I think movie. it's the short, it's, it's maybe the shortest movie that we've watched in all of these movies. Um, oh, which and is for nice. that, I will forever be grateful. Yeah. Wow. It's by an hour the short. <laughs> yeah. The shortest. Yeah. At least. Oh my goodness. <sighs> yeah. We got to get into that. Let's... Which brings us to Bugsy. Sure. <laughs> okay, so here's what I want to say about this movie. The, and this is what we're talking about with short versus long. The first, like, hour of this movie, like, I was, like, very into. Mm-hmm. I kept saying to myself, I think I really like Bugsy. Mm-hmm. I was I was feeling it. Uh, they Their chemistry, I know this is where Annette Bening and Warren Beatty met. Yeah. Great story. And their chemistry is, like, off the charts. Off the charts. Off the charts. Yeah. Like, they are sexy together. And I loved, um, you know, Warren Beatty's making some bold choices, but they were, like, really working for me. And I was like, this is fun. And then I was like, oh, while I'm sitting here, I may as well, like, rearrange my front closet because whatever. Yeah, you and then as well. I, and then I got, like, into doing that and then sort of realized, like, oh, is this movie still happening? <laughs> Is this movie still going on? Yeah. I finished the organization, and this movie was still going on. They were talking about the fucking flamingo and this and uh-huh. that. And I, what I have to say about it is I really liked parts of it. but And I know he's a real person, and so I appreciate that they're trying to show his journey. But either make it about him and Annette Benning and their, like, 
whatever, him wooing her in that first half, wooing her in, in Los Angeles and whatever, or make it about his, like there, he's already, it's in media res, whatever. He's already in LA with her and there it's the, the, um, them trying to build the flamingo mm-hmm. to combine those two is so frustrating and annoying. And it makes an overlong movie that in the end, I don't, I don't end up caring about. Sure. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, I also think, um, I mean, I know this was obviously his pet project. Like, he wrote it or co-wrote it or something. He directed it. Yes. He's probably not the right person to play that part. Like, they called Benny Siegel Bugsy Siegel because he was crazy insane. Um, And Warren Beatty seems, for the most part, just too restrained for me throughout the movie. Like, there's never a time where, like, I'm like, oh, I can see why this guy is considered the crazy mobster. Well, that scene where he's bleeding and screaming after Annette Bening's thrown the thing at him, and that guy comes, and he's like... Oh, yeah, and he's just, like, pulls it together. Yeah. Well, no, and he's like, do you want... Yeah, and he's like, do you want to fuck me? Yeah. Do you want to fuck me? And then he, like, screams, and then he just goes and eats shrimp, and she's, like, so turned on. She's like, I can't have you eating shrimp right now. We got to do it. That was a really... I thought that was really... I thought that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, like, he got a lot of, like, the reviews were, like, crazy about him. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it just, I just feel like there could have been a a crazier actor. He just, he's just too much of a restrained presence for me, I, think, I guess, slightly. I think what it is is, I think, 1991 American audiences need some, needed someone like Warren Beatty to play. Oh, for sure. Gank, you know, gangster man yeah. in order for he, for him to be like a quote, like right. and for them to be able to sit and watch, you know, but it did, you, you can see, I thought he did just oh, a great job. Yeah. But I, you can, I feel like you can see, um, in some ways see him like working. Yeah. Like see him yeah, sort of, that's true. You, you know, like, yeah, Feeling feeling this this sort of like project, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's nominated nominated because it's like well Warren Beatty's like Hollywood royalty, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and he put in all of this work, and it's a grand tale, and it's about Los Angeles, and like there's this Hollywood element, and I feel like it's like well it's got to be nominated, but like yeah. it's not gonna win. Did he kill Natalie Wood? Do we think that I wasn't Warren Beatty? Oh, right. It's Robert Wagner. Sorry, Robert Wagner. And Christopher... But Christopher Walken was on the boat. He was on the boat. He was on the boat. Robert Wagner probably killed Natalie Wood. Okay. Not Warren Beatty. Sorry, not Warren Beatty. But they were in... What is it? Warren Beatty was there. (laughs) (laughs) They dated, though, right? And Catalina. Warren Beatty dated everyone. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yes. He is hot. He's even hot. I would even hit it in this movie. He's like... I mean, he's very... I, I remember him... Growing up from like, what Bullworth? Uh-huh. Yeah, and me seeing him a lot and thinking like, I don't quite like. This is talking to like yeah. I'm like a six year old like a gay child, but I was like <laughs> I don't get it. But like I was like oh yeah he's like quote handsome. But then I when I saw watch Bonnie and Clyde I was like oh my goodness he is like <laughs> yeah he's so hot yeah he was yeah. yeah real like, he was a real real liquor so the you know like. I, he still has that sparkle and yeah yeah that scene where he's running around wearing the chef's hat too and he's oh, talking about I love like trying to get like everything set for the kid's birthday the kid's birthday and the talking about like building the flamingo I just wanted more of that and then after that I it just meandered into like what yeah 
it, it felt well, it's kind of like is this there, there were elements where you you think like is this like a feel good comedy moment? yeah is right. this a sad drama and then when he was shot at the end spoiler <laughs> which i honestly like i just went in blind and when he was no, shot i, no I was surprised really shocked <laughs> Me too. and i thought oh this is awful you know i'm devastated is this a gritty drama am i supposed to feel like well he was going to get it sooner or later. Well, Am I supposed to feel like, no, not my Bugsy? I like, love that you brought that up because they played it like it was like a big tragedy and she was so like distraught. Are we, as the audience, supposed to feel bad for this murderer? Right. Who's like, I mean, like his poor family. Yeah. He cheated on his wife and also killed a lot of people, abandoned his children. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, poor, like he was shot a bunch and shot in the head and it's so gratuitous. And then... Fucking Annette Bening finds out, and, and then oh, like, God, she killed herself later in Europe. Like, like, are we supposed to feel bad for her? I don't like know. That? She stole money. Like, these people are not good people. They're not. Yeah. So yeah, she I, had only, she'd been with a mobster before she was with him. It's not like she got yes. swept up by Benny yeah. Siegel. Like, she was with Joey A before that. Like, she knew what she was doing. It makes, that, that, that again, just decide. Just decide on one movie to make. Yeah. How about that, guys? Yeah. Just make one movie and then don't make like five movies mm-hmm. and try to roll it into one and save me the fucking time of my life. Two and a half hours that I, you know, an hour of that I could have been watching. I don't know. I'm behind on Real Housewives. Mm, there are enough. I think feel like there are. At least for me, enough scenes between Annette Bening and Warren Beatty in this movie that made it worth the watch. Agreed. Because I was so glad that I got to see some of their sort of, like, her delivering some of those, like, lines. Were, was fucking poetry. Yes. and He's I, great, she's better. Right? It is. Yeah. That, that and that, I was like, all right, I'm really glad. I'm really glad I, I, you know, sat through all this. I am yeah. too. But I enjoyed it. And I kind of, at the end, I was like, oh, that, that was it. Like, not like that was it. There should have been more. But I kind of was like, I guess this, how else could this movie end? Yeah. Right. They, I, I don't know. But I, I left not suring, not, not I, I, w- I wasn't sure how to feel. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. I agree. I just feel like, I'm glad I watched it. I just feel like what a blown opportunity in a sense. Like you, this could have been one of the all time greats, like, like LA Confidential or something. And it was... And you, you had it, you did, and then I think you just, you kind of blew it at the end. I'm glad I watched it. I think it's a, an achievement. But mm-hmm. I just think it's probably, he wanted to tell that specific story, which is not the most interesting, probably, part of Bugsy. Like, it, Bugsy Siegel, like, is probably way more interesting, like, the formation of Murder, Inc. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. when, like, they were all, like, young kids coming up together as, like, hoods who became, like, the biggest, like, mobsters in the United States. Yeah. Like, Thank God he didn't try to put that in. Yeah. That's what Boardwalk Empire's for. Oh, God, I love that show. Yeah. That's one of the best endings. Speaking of endings. Have you not seen it? Bitch. I haven't. Bitch. <laughs> You've got to get it together. All right. <laughs> it's truly, it's a great show, and the ending is one of the all-time great Daniel, we're going to pause so you can go watch all five seasons of Boardwalk Empire. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll see you guys in two to three months. <laughs> It will take you that long. They start off slow, but it, each season really, it's like the wire, mm-hmm. really ramps up. Um, should we move on? Yeah. Anything else about old Bugsy? Let no. me see if I wrote anything down. I don't think I really wrote anything no. else down. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, so that brings us to Jay 
F K. Tell the people what you told me when you watched this movie. Guys, I am a level-headed person. <laughs> I do not believe in conspiracy theories. I watched JFK for the first time like two years ago and then rewatched it. Um, I am a 100% believer in a Kennedy <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> As Oliver Stone intended. I'm not exactly, I'm not sure that it's this conspiracy but that Oliver Stone. Pr- but some, the bullet it's the, is ludicrous. For that me, that, it's the bullet. Yeah. For me, it's the bullet. The magic bullet. The theory. magic bullet. Yeah. It's it's got to be something else. There can't have only been three shots. I sort of had already <laughs> phased out. At, like, listen, at I have to tell you guys mind. that I think. Listen, Ooh. I have to tell you guys <laughs> that just the fact that are you going to say something incendiary? Should we pause? This? I don't hmm. think so. All, that all three of us made it all the way through this movie. It's yeah, a feat. is an accomplishment. Yes. How long is this movie? It's at least three, three and a half hours. Eight. Yeah. I mean, you guys... Took me three days to watch. And I am not a fun person to watch a movie with. I tend to go by myself. I find that hard to believe. It's not fun. I was watching it with my boyfriend. I had to pause, I don't know, every at least five minutes to go, okay, wait. What was the assault of information I just received? (coughs) What does it mean? Because I need to understand. It took me a solid day to watch this movie. Do you know how I would prefer to watch this movie? I would prefer to read it in a book. I would prefer to read it in a long book. In a long book. Give me a book. Give me a book of this movie. I don't think this is a a story that needed to be made into a movie. I, 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 let's watch the documentary about it. Yes, Mm yes. JFK could have been called information dump because it that's is, essentially what it, it is. It is a shocking, overwhelming, dense amount of information. The Kevin Costner courtroom scene at the end where he is explaining not just the bullet, but like, I don't, I can't even, I literally was just like glazed over at like every other like aspect. I was, I, first of all, I felt for him because he had to memorize all that. Oh guys. my goodness. He had to say, he yeah. had to say all that stuff he and make it mean, things. and it had a, and he had to mean it. That, Seems exhausting. Apparently, he ran it. I read this on IMDb, so this could be apocryphal. He learned that monologue, and he would run it with his mother while he was in the swimming pool. And his mother would like let him know like when he like messed up a line or missed something. Wow! I he earned his money. I'll tell you that. That's why I said. I said after that scene, I was like, just give him like a nomination for that, like just. That. Yeah. Yeah. Also, another person that should have gotten a nomination is Joe Pesci's eyebrows, which Whoa. are phenomenal. Can we talk about how wild it is that in this movie, Kevin Bacon, Joe Pesci, and, and Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones, Jones yeah. are like these like New Orleans like secret queens that like Tommy Lee <laughs> Jones's hairpiece. I just like it boggles the mind. Him painted in all gold. I. Taking those pictures. I was shook. I was shook. I genuinely was, I couldn't believe no. I didn't know. That was, I was screaming. At I didn't point. know much about the movie going in besides, the, you know, right. who it was about. <laughs> but going in and learning some of these characters and real people yeah. and going through it, I couldn't believe I didn't know that there was a movie about a conspiracy involving, involving like New Orleans. Yeah. Like underground gay mafia, <laughs> like prostitute 
sex crime government rings. Like, what? And to be played by the people that you mm-hmm. just mentioned? Yeah. I was like, Kevin Bacon is a sexy gay prostitute in a gay prison <laughs> filled with sex. <laughs> and we're watching it, and I think... With I, sex. You're we we watching it, and I was like... Why didn't anybody tell? Why didn't somebody run down, see me walking my dog, or scream at me, wave their arms? I gotta say, tell you about there's this a movie. movie. There's a movie in 1991 where Kevin Bacon. Like, but here's what. Because here's in the end, this is what it, it should have been. You should read this movie in book form and then just watch a video of Tommy Lee Jones spray painted goals. You should. <laughs> yeah. Trying to fight Kevin Bacon. I wrote down like because That's what I want. obviously because Shocking. we're watching Oscar movies, we've watched so many movies that are biopics, historical drama, like stuff like that. Things that are like based on real, that are real events or real people. Mm-hmm. This probably, of any of them, feels the least like a narrative feature. Yes. Yes. It, it feels almost like a reenactment in yeah. some ways. Yes. I that being said, I'm so fascinated by it. I love this movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm A, less could of a be, rube it than could you. Be, I don't buy all of the shit. I'm, I don't I'm, buy all the shit. All I'm saying is that Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone. Oh, wow. The amount of flashbacks. The amount of differing flashbacks in in the movie. Oh, my God. Wait. Time out. We have to talk about John Candy being like, yeah, (laughs) daddy-o. What the fuck was that? You dig what I'm saying, Kat? You can't say to the to the screw. Put put me to the screws, Daddy O. I also read that uh, this is another trivia. I read like all the IMDb trivia about this movie because I'm obsessed with it. That the sweating was not like something they did like as a, he just couldn't stop sweating because he was so nervous to do a dramatic movie with the the actors in this movie because he yeah. had only like been like an SCTV to do the comedy guy alone. Yeah, everyone across the board. I also I would, wrote down. Every actor, literally success. every actor is in this movie. Yeah, actually, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon—they're in like two. Scenes. Only movie they've were ever in where they don't share a scene together. Really? Yep. Like, Sissy I miss, Spacek. I miss Walter Gary Matthau. Sinise as Lee Harvey Oswald. Right, yeah. I just it, think it it's. I just not Gary Sinise. Um, Gary Sinise. Um, what's his Edward name? Norton. No, no, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's um. um uh, Gary Oldman. Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman, yeah. Wow. My ni- 990s brain just exploded. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just, I, I I love that you love it. I don't, I don't not like it. Yeah. I just was like, this is, again, way too fucking long. It's, and too, it's, it's too, too long. And, and not, and again, and I just felt like Oliver Stone was trying to convince me of this thing, which is not a bad thing. Right. That's what movies do. They, you know, whatever. I just would rather, if you're going to, if it's going to be just like, hey, look at all this information, just write it down for me and I will read it. Right. I don't need Kevin Costner to memorize it and repeat it back to me because that's not really a movie. Right. That's just something. Here's the thing. I don't even it. disagree that it's too long, but I can't think of a single thing I would cut from it. Oh, I can think of a lot of stuff I would name cut. four things. What about when they were like, <laughs> there's a lot of, at least okay, four. okay, all the scenes where they're like in, first of all, the guy that, whatever, Mickey, uh, not Mickey. Um, you wouldn't cut the crazy Metcalf, one. Calf, would you? No, no, yes, that's who I would cut. Really? The scenes with what? Just the scenes when they're the, get out of here. When the people from the DA's office are sitting around talking about, well, here, what are we gonna do, boss? Yes. When, I was like, we when, get it. What are we gonna do, boss? There's, when there's Newman and Jackie are trying to crack the case, oh, I, I like zoned out at that point. Who is the guy? Uh, Michael Rooker. All that stuff with Michael Rooker being like, uh, I don't know. We went over to the other like side. Like a double agent. Yeah. Oh double yes, agent. all that stuff where I. That was that was kind of the stuff. Part of me just wanted to 
I'm I'm with you, Megan. Part, part of me just wanted like just give me the. I mean, they're conspiracy. The it's conspiracy, notes. but give me the give me the facts. Yeah. The stuff I you did. Know? The stuff I guess I would cut would be some of the stuff that I feel like is definitely like Oliver Nort Oliver um, Stone's wheelhouse for conspiracy stuff. So like some of that like twenty minute Donald Sutherland monologue that's like oh, bringing yeah. it all into yeah. Vietnam because like oh man we that get it o- Oliver Stone we get it you hated no Vietnam one liked Vietnam it was bad we get it Oliver Stone like you just made six movies about that in the last seven years yes. like because um, he was in Vietnam right like Platoon is like yeah his he story. must have been yeah I think Platoon is like his story yeah JFK is one of those movies that I feel in in a way similarly as I do with uh, with Bugsy because I'm like just the accomplishment of getting all of that done yeah with that many actors is like well we're it's it's well and this is what I'm talking nom- about from the, the beginning nomination. what makes good like th- yes it is an accomplishment Kevin Costner memorized all those lines Joe Pesci glued those eyebrows on like this is it, it is like say you know whatever it is it's a body of work does this it was not. For me, it was not super fun or enjoyable to watch. What may, and I guess that's and that's the other thing too is everything is subjective. I just I'm, I'm I guess for me like like with a movie like this and like it can go into like the book thing or into a documentary thing like you're arguing, but like watching it made me like go back and like be like who's Clay Shaw? Like, I looked it up. Like, yes. I wanted to learn more about it. Whereas, yeah. like, when I watched My Left Foot a couple weeks ago, like, I never looked up Christy Brown once. Yeah. Like, I didn't care about him. Yeah. But this, for me, this is good because it made me, even after watching for three and a half hours, I wanted to know more about the people in the movie right. and the stuff. And I didn't look up anything from JFK or My Left Foot, but when we did Malcolm X, I looked up a shit ton of stuff right. about Malcolm X. So yeah. I guess it's, like, depending on how much you enjoy the the quality of the movie. I think that's maybe it. Is like maybe, yeah, how much the movie holds your attention is, uh, and that's why people make movies not just to inform, but also to entertain. I think yeah. this movie did half of that really, really well. Right. And if I had been more inclined to be interested in the JFK assassination and the conspiracy theory behind it, I think it would have been more fascinating to me. I am not disinterested but i'm just not it's not it's i'm not the audience for that yeah definitely had moments where i was absolutely riveted by Mm -hmm. what was going on right and then i had moments that i i just couldn't connect with at all and i didn't under like i didn't understand how all the pieces fit together and frankly some some of the joe pesci stuff was some of the stuff i was like "I, i just I don't care. Oh, yeah. Those eyebrows. Did you care those, about those eyebrows? I did care about those eyebrows, and I did care about the wig. Mm. Yeah. I wig. Really, I really did. Wig. Okay. This movie did make me want to die, in a way, mm-hmm. because I just want to die. I can't wait to learn all of, like, the answer to, like, life's mysteries. I know. Yeah. I kept thinking that, and I was like, I wonder if God could just whisper in my ear and say, this is what really This is what happened. Well, honestly, like... Does Brooks have cancer? Did he have cancer? Other than destroying the world and leading us all to our deaths, honestly, probably the most disappointing thing about Donald Trump as president is I really thought we were going to get some answers about things like this because he would just be like, oh, 
here's what we actually know about yeah. Kennedy. Here's the aliens. Like, yeah. just that he would, like, accidentally let it slip in a oh, tweet. it could still happen. Yeah. could Good. still happen, but they released some... I have some, terrible news for you. We've got years to go They with released him. a bunch of Kennedy Viewers stuff last no year, and he ended up not releasing everything. Oh, really? Yeah. What, like, some of the stuff that was mentioned in the film? Yeah. I mean, not. I don't think all of it was supposed to come out, but, like, there was stuff that he had made a big deal about how he was going to release a bunch of stuff about the Warren report, and he still, like, held back, like, a bunch of redacted pages for... For the government, like, which is like, well, like if there was anything that needed to be held back, Again, then it's probably, there's some, there's something going on. Guys, there is something going on I here. S- I know I said I wanted to read it in a book form. Yeah. But actually what I, what I want is for God to whisper it to me. You're right. Yes. Just give me the facts. Just get like, and also just like, like cliff notes. Let's go. Cause me. I have other yeah. things I want to do. We should just go. There's other, there's other mysteries. You know who probably knows? Oprah. You do you think, think Oprah knows? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think- I think Oprah, I think Oprah, if God said to Oprah, which I know he speaks to her often. Yeah. I think God said, do you want to know what really happened? I think she would say, I want to live in the mystery. <gasps> oh, that's oh, beautiful. that is beautiful. You know? That is she probably like a magic it. trick where like, once you learn how it's done, it's like, it all, it's all the magic's gone. Yes. I love that. Yeah. We'll just live in the not knowing. No. You have to. Yeah. We really have to. That's where we live now. Well, that's JFK. Sure. Just. So that brings us to our final non-winning nominee, the Prince of Tides. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I have a lot to say. Wow. I, I I have a lot of feelings about Prince of Tides I feel, as well. I feel like Rachel Lewis should not listen yeah, to Yeah, I was about to episode. say, uh, Rachel Lewis, friend of the podcast, Turn former guest, Barbara Streisand, Stan. Um, maybe you just skip the next 10 she to 12 minutes. She even looks like Barbara. She does. She lives for Barbara. Yeah. I, Barbara, sure. Barbara, Barbara. Sure. I knew nothing about this movie going in. Yeah. Nothing. This probably was hard for you because you and Matthew were raised on a tide plane, right? In the Carolinas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> hey, quick question for you. As a gay man, mm-hmm. how did you feel about George Carlin in this movie? Um, George Carlin also played you know, a gay character in this in this year. You know, it didn't. It, I thought it was interesting. Like, I actually, I appreciated that there was a gay element to this movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. I forgive '90s representations of uh, of gay people or gay characters that are that remain. Um, like judgment free. Mm-hmm. So even a little bit with some of the JFK stuff, I yeah. was like, well, it wasn't like, like right. gay sex is bad. It was like gay prostitution might be bad. Mm-hmm. Like, but so even though I felt like he was a little bit of a caricature of like uh, living a gay yeah. New York lifestyle, I just liked that it was part of it and that our our lead was like, yeah, cool, we're best friends, I'll dance at the party, and, like, everything's fine. That's nice, I and, like that. And that is how I chose to look at all that stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's a fair assessment. You know, he yeah. wasn't a huge part of the movie. Yeah. And, I, and part of me was like, he probably didn't, this character, you know, I know based on a book and all that, but this probably didn't have to be in this movie. Yeah. Right. And it was. It was. And I love that we had a sort of gay party where everybody was like having a great time. Yeah. And there was not, there didn't seem to be anything homophobic about it. 
even when there potentially could be because yeah. of how things had happened to him when he was a child. Right. right. You know, there Which, was none. Wow. Of, there was none of that there. That got dark real you know, quick. I, I at the beginning when I knew that there was something really traumatizing that must have happened with this family. I I and please don't. I, I, be bothered by this, both of you. But I was like, there's got to be child rape involved in this somewhere. Oh, shit. At the beginning, I was like, yeah, yeah, That's deep really secret. It's child rape. And then when I just we got think- there, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, this is rough, but I, I just knew it. I will say the twist. You've seen a movie before. You know how movie movies. <laughs> I, I will say the twist was like, even in re-watching it, because I watched, again, I'd watched this maybe a couple years ago for the first time. I really? Just yeah. out of the blue? Well, I had, I had gone through and I'd tried to watch a bunch of the nominees through a certain period of time. Okay. Um, so I had watched this and uh, I didn't really remember what happened. And then just re- even starting it over, I was like, oh, they were probably molested by their dad because their dad's a piece yeah. of shit. That's so yeah. like, that's too. what's going to happen. Like, and it I was, was like, worse. oh, no. Almost. Three prisoners broke out of jail, raped a bunch of them, and then... It's they like, they like, murdered the prisoners and buried as them. As extreme a traumatizing event as you can like. Yeah. yeah. It's like oh, why? What's wrong with you? What are you? Some prisoners break into your house and like <laughs> didn't, like rape you? And then, what, did you have to like murder what, them? Did you have to murder them, them and pretend like it didn't happen? And then your abusive father never knew about Remember it. Remember when he tells your crazy sister committed suicide? Tried to commit suicide. Wrote the book. Remember when he tells her that? And she and then he goes like, "That's the sound or something. I was like. What the fuck is this movie? What is happening? Uh, the first like forty five minutes of this movie is really engaging, and then I feel like it just turns into a love story. Ooh, and their sex is unpalatable. Yeah, it's I... also the strangest. Like, you know that the you know the son. Yeah. Who goes to Phillips Exeter? Did you it, you know did who, you catch that? You know who the actor is? No. It's who? Barbara Streisand's son. Is it? Yeah. Because he looks... He does look like, like her. Like Barbara yes. Streisand. He does look like her. He is not a great actor. He, I have no. never seen him before and since. <laughs> he apparently... No. Chris O'Donnell was the frontrunner for the role, and then a Chris producer... O'Donnell. Like, oh no, Pat Conroy, I think, who wrote the book, didn't think he looked enough like Barbara and like just went through a bunch of pictures of other actors like in the running and was like, use this kid. And it's, and it's it was, a different last name, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was her son. Um, well, they, he does say to him, like, where never, did you go to high school? And he says, Phillips Exeter Phillips asshole. Phillips Exeter asshole. That's where I went to high school. Really? Okay. Is there a football team at Phillips Exeter? Oh, oh yeah, that was what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, there is. <coughs> we are terrible and have always, it's, pre, it's a prep school. Yeah. And I've always been terrible. And I'd like to add to that, I feel like he wanted to be on the football team to like be accepted and like be cool and whatever the fuck like nobody get like right but be, being, playing the violin would make you so much <laughs> fucking playing the violin especially as well as he does would make you so much fucking cooler at my school like nobody gives a shit about the football team i to give you perspective hi have you met me look at me i went to prom with a football player nobody was impressed I'm just telling you. They were all like, yeah, I can't believe Megan can't believe Megan was a fucking football player. Yeah. What a loser. A gross <laughs> loser. He was actually really wow. cute. Wow. Yeah. Do you think things were different in 1991? No, I don't. I don't. It's also, it's a New England prep school. This, it's not Texas. Nobody yeah. gives a shit about football. 
He also doesn't, I mean, clearly he just wants to play football because it's not violin. Yeah. It's like the furthest thing from violin because he doesn't seem like he would be good at football. No. Or seem like he would like football. I don't, I wasn't convinced that he really wanted to play football. No. no. I think he just like yeah. wanted a dad. His father like, is like. Cartoonishly like, bad. Cartoonishly a dick. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like classic. That whole yeah. that, Beauty and the, the Beast dinner, villain, yeah. like evil for no reason. That whole dinner scene, that's why this movie is so tonally off. <laughs> that whole dinner scene, I was like, what is your deal, dude? Like, you don't, like, what is up? Also, I, even like, after, like, no one would behave like he would, like, in that no group of company. The, and Barbara Streisand in that group of company never would be like, I think it's rude of you to come here when you everyone knows you're fucking my husband. It's like, this is New York high society. Yeah. Everyone just sits on that. Like, we know from Real Housewives, they only do it at reunions or they do it in their little, like, Thank side. You. They don't do it in... You do it in a talking head. <laughs> yeah. You don't do it in front of everybody at the dinner table unless, again, you are being paid by or prodded by a producer. Yeah. Like, it was just such a crazy, weird thing. And he has no reason to be, like, such a dick in front of, like... All these people. I just And didn't... then Nick Nolte to be like, okay, here's how I'm going to get back from him. I'm going to steal a million dollar violin and, and threaten to throw it off a balcony. That was insane. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're, you would be prosecuted for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. it would suck for him too, but like, that would blow back on you pretty harsh. Do you think she's a good therapist? I, I think she probably, I think she was a good therapist to the sister. Definitely. I think she you're def- not supposed to fuck your patients. Yeah. So. She definitely could have been dis probably needs to be disbarred. I had a hard time, like, I had a hard time believing that there was some fan, I I believe the family sort of secret, right? Yeah. I had a hard time believing that she would really need to speak to the brother so much to get that secret out. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, he's been staying here for what, three weeks? Oh, by the, (laughs) how long is he in New York? I have... It's truly no concept of time. Like, he could be there for three long days, or it could be three months, could or three, three months. years. It could have been a year. I'm literally, the, the seasons don't seem to change, but, like, he has this whole affair. They, like, go away together, but then he also manages to go home for his but also daughter's, his daughter's birthday. birthday. whole time, I know his sister tried to commit suicide, right? Yeah. I know she's in the hospital, and I know she is medicated. Oh, yeah. But I oh, was like, how, I was like... Should he Sh- be visiting her? Yes, and shouldn't she be good after 72 hours? Yeah. Like, is she, what does she do? Like, she was in the hospital for what seemed to be an interminable time. Uh, yeah. Right? Months and months. And he was staying at her apartment for yeah. months and months. And it seems like they kind of forgot about her after a while. Yeah. And all the heavy sessions of the therapist trying to figure out her patient secrets through her brother. I, I was like, wait a minute. What, like... What? What? what yeah. How? In what world does that make sense? I just don't. I don't. I yeah. don't get that. So I don't I, not to mention, yeah, probably that's the reason. But maybe there's been like another traumatizing event in the last three months that yeah that led, set her off led to this suicide attempt. Yeah. Maybe it's not even the childhood incident anymore. Yeah. And even when he was so angry. At uh, Barbara Streisand, like, what is her, what's her last name again? Lowenstein. Oh, how could you forget? Lo- I know. I, I, the whole last Lowenstein. <laughs> Gross. I hate that he calls she her. Was, by, I fucking hate that. That's how, maybe my least favorite thing of Murph, the entire thing. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The, the how furious he is at her once 
Ed Lowenstein, once he finds out that his sister has had a fake Jewish identity where she was like writing like yeah. that poetry. I don't know. I like I had don't a hard time. It's, I know, had a hard time upsetting. connecting with a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. Not like me personally, but like I couldn't I couldn't understand why. I was like, why are you really that upset about that? And it's that? again never and why are you upset never at explained. Her? Never explained? Yeah. None of this. Also, for as much chemistry as Warren Beatty and Annette Bening oh. have with each other, it's like the opposite for me with Nick Nolte and Watching Barbara Streisand. Him <laughs> kiss the back of her head was upsetting <laughs> to me. What about them I felt the rolling bile. in the grass? Oof. With the playing football. And do I, people in relationships do that? I literally, maybe I care about my clothes too much. I don't do a lot of rolling. Yeah, I didn't think I would ever see Barbara Streisand in s- s- sweatpants. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She should avoid them. I mean, like, they're fine, but, like... Can I, you I ever imagine believe. Barbara Streisand fucking in a field? <laughs> no. I love her nails. I love when she leans forward and she goes... Yes. You were a boy. It wasn't your fault. And her just, like, clickety-clackety nails. Click, 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 yeah. click, I do love her. I just, like... She's... I think she's good. I just don't believe her as this character no. at all. Yeah. No. Can we... T- I believe her as the therapist. I don't believe her as the love interest. Yeah. And I don't... And... I don't know. Also, the craziest thing about this movie to me is we go through all that, and then he just goes back to Blythe Danner. It's like, thank you for teaching me how to love Barbara Streisand. Going back to my wife now. You've been a pretty terrible (laughs) father for the past... Yeah. Ever, maybe? And And he also was like in New York. Like, your marriage is falling apart. If he's in New York for an indeterminable amount of time. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Figure this out. And, and she's like, and Blythe Danner's having an affair with some other man. So I was like, and oh, it's so got, they're it, done, it, right? This is why it has to be a while, because she's having an affair with another man who wants to marry, marry her. <laughs> what is going on in this movie? Also, guys, they mention um, global warming in 1991. Like, what are we doing with our lives? Wow. Like, it, she, he says, like, things are terrible. Things can be terrible. There's this, this global warming. That's in 1991. Fuck Trump. Fuck all you fucking all, asshole climate change deniers. All I'll say is it was it was false then and it's false now. <laughs> it's not even funny, Greg. <laughs> you know I don't like that. So is she like cured at the end? Is that what we determined? Like the, the sister? The she's sister? Like no, she kills herself immediately after the movie ends. <laughs> this also was one of those movies where, similar to Bugsy, where uh, the tone shifts sometimes yeah. or it doesn't seem because yeah. I was like is this a is this a like it's a rom- is it a romantic, romantic? it's not a comedy but there are it's, it's a, a drama. drama it's a romantic it's a, drama it's just is it a drama romance? or a romance it's, 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 a, a, it's a romantic drama, drama with comedic moments Mo- moments well guess what that doesn't work well that's the south oof it, it's got some heavy s- s- Stuff in it. Quick yeah. story uh, <laughs> that I thought of while watching this, and then I'm done talking about it. Yeah, yeah, good to, forever. Yeah. But you know that scene that he's remembering when the father doesn't want to eat the fancy food, and so she goes and makes gives him dog yes. food. Um, my mother did that to my grandfather. Really? Mm-hmm. He was. She was so pissed at him. He had like yelled at her, or like grounded her for something, or whatever. It's a famous story in my family now. That he that she made dinner that night for everybody. And she served him dog food, and he ate it all. Wow. And then did, and she was like secretly like very happy, and she didn't tell him till like years later. That's fun. What did he do when she told him? He was laughed. Yeah. He was, my grandfather was very nice. 
man, yeah. but my Good. my my mother's temper runs hot. Mm. Hmm. Well, you didn't get that at all. So. <laughs> Um, Don't call her Lowenstein. <laughs> it's so distasteful. I just like Lowenstein. It's such a weird false familiarity. Like Lowenstein. Just call her Susan. You dumb fuck. You asked her name. Well, to be fair, he didn't know it for a long time, and she wasn't gonna give it to him. She was like, I don't give. No, my didn't name to my she patient. tell him the first name? She eventually she told did, him. Ugh, yeah. Whatever. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done with the Prince of Tides. Yeah. It's fine. Prince Let's of move on dick. to the winner. Woo! The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. What a great fucking movie. What a solidly wonderful, wonderful I movie. have an announcement wonder. to make so we've what probably gonna, watched what are you going to say we've watched I have watched for this podcast not counting the 2017 episode mm-hmm. like over 120 movies now wait does that mean I have two well probably, no, no because that includes like all the other ones okay. I watch um, I think The Science of the Lambs is the best movie I've watched <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's so great. It's so it's good. It's so enjoyable. Everything about it. I finished great. it and I was like, I might just watch it again right now. <laughs> um, when I was a sophomore in college, I lived at the Lafayette dorm. And one of the things the Lafayette dorm had was free HBO. Um, oh, I remember that. And I, can't, I dated I, a guy that lived th- there. There were like three or four movies in constant rotation, as it always is with HBO. But two of them were Ocean's Eleven and Silence of the Lambs. Yes. And it was interesting actually watching Silence of the Lambs this time because I don't think I've watched the first hour of Silence of the Lambs no. in years. No. Mm-hmm. But I have seen the last hour of the movie, at least like elements of it. Mm-hmm probably 200 times that year. It's just like, you know, like you turn around at a certain point, it's like, well, now I have to watch till the end. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never actually seen, I'm going to, I'm going to admit something crazy. I'd never seen it from beginning to Mm -hmm. end in one sitting because I didn't see it when it came out when in theaters because the, um, logo scared me. Right. Like it's very very scary. scary. The poster, the the moth over her mouth. Yeah. It's, it's frightening. It's so fucking, as a piece, it works so, we talk about what is good. Yeah. It is. Everything about this movie. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> it's so, in, it, it's so, it reminds me actually in the same way we were talking, I think with about, yeah, with, with your Matthew brother. about Jurassic about Park. About Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. It is a perfect movie. It's a perfect yeah. movie. Literally every scene you're like, yup. Yep, like it is so enjoyable. It is so nothing is wasted. Everything is um, everything is entertaining, and I think that's what a lot of I think that's why when I think about like what is good and a lot of these movies that we've seen is in the end you can make an argument for like well this is a great performance or this is put together well or whatever this that and the other. But for me, what is good is like do I. Did I enjoy my experience of watching that? And what did I take away from it? And this fucking movie, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenally scary. Yes. The performances are stellar. Like, the cinematography is so strong and so interesting. Yeah. It's just, like, every shot is, like, beautiful Mm -hmm. and well thought out. And the perspective of, like, Mm -hmm. the male characters just staring, like, ugh, like, down, all of them looking down to her. 
Like Jodie Foster, you guys. Oh, she's like Jodie Foster, you guys. The shit that she has the I didn't realize too. Looking back in the Me Too era, the sexist shit oh, that she on. has to fucking deal with. Migs throws come at her. Yeah. Yeah. And that guy, who's the crap? The <laughs> to be guy. fair, she does pause too long. He's clearly masturbating. Yeah, definitely jerking out. What did you want to sneak a beat? Who's the the cross-eyed guy? What is yes. his name again? I can't remember. He's a, he's a but he's been oh, in a lot Paul of Lazar. shit. Paul Lazar. Paul Lazar. Yeah. Yeah, he taught at NYU, actually. Mm-hmm. went to a classroom. Paul Lazar, um, even him being, like, creepily hitting, not creepily hitting on yeah. her, but hitting on her. And her and, like, handling whatever. him so well. So well. Yeah. I live for her in this movie. Um, this movie's so quotable. Um, because I lived with, my friends Rusty and Damon when this movie was on all the time, I don't think I can see either of them without one of us either saying, take this thing back to Baltimore. <laughs> like that whole scene. Like we do like from like, did you breastfeed, did Senator? Did you breastfeed? Yeah. <laughs> so upsetting. Cuffins the nipples. Um, or of course like, oh, wait a minute. Is she a great big fat girl? <laughs> oh, it's so scary. <laughs> oh, his voice is... He's the voice of Candy By the way, guys, he's the voice of who? Karen McCurry. Yeah, that's him. Of course it is. Yeah. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Guys, don't engage. Don't help a man. Don't no. help a man in a van, like, bottom line. Period. But, like, if Especially- he has that voice... Really don't help. And him. also, like, if someone, uh, like, great, be helpful. If someone needs you to your help putting a chair in the, in the car, be the one on the outside. Yeah, they get in the car. Well, yeah. sometimes I see mo- movies and things like this, and I think, well, the reason why we know this for sure is because <laughs> of this. Silence of the Lambs, yeah. So I'm like, all right. That's like, true. Maybe they didn't see Silence of the Lambs when they were helping that person put something in their I car. I just saw the, the actress that plays... The what? what is Brooke it? White. Yes. Yeah. That play, I just saw her in something very recently, and I just can't. Oh, the girl for who was on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she's friends with Kira. Oh, she is mm-hmm. wonderful. I think Kira used to babysit for her. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I watch her in this movie, and I think sometimes I watch things. I think, oh, that's not an actor. That's just somehow this yeah. person got just pulled in front of a camera. This is just a real person. Like. Yeah. Yeah, living like that. Like that's not an actor. That's just somebody like going through whatever. This. Yeah, is. she's great. Yeah. Uh, I want to make a note about. So let's talk about Anthony Hopkins for a second. Let's. I think he's awesome in this. I do want to say, and I've heard a lot of different theories over the years that he's like mocking her. I just don't. I don't think I watched it. I don't think he knows how to pronounce Chianti. Oh. Oh. Because he says Chianti. Because he says Chianti. I think he just didn't, he just fucked that up, that line up, and then they didn't, nobody called him on it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's mocking her because of I've her, nev- like, I've always thought it was just, that's just how he, he wants to pronounce it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think it was just. I, I, I saw that and I thought, oh, I've been pronouncing Chianti wrong. No, it's Chianti. No, it's Chianti. I was just there. I was in grieving Chianti, so. <laughs> I will say I'm credit. I'm sure it's Chianti. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that, but it is Chianti. I I will say credit to, uh, credit to Mads Mikkelsen. Shout out, who mm-hmm. is my Hannibal. As much as I love Anthony Hopkins, and yeah. I mean, I think he's awesome. I think Mads Mikkelsen is. If you have you seen Hannibal the show? I've seen um, some of it. It's really really good. It's totally different, obviously, yeah. than Silence of the Lambs. Yes, because um, I think if they'd done like one, if they had gotten another season, they were going to do Silence of the Lambs. I think that was the plan. Like, yeah, that, that would have been the next arc. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh yeah, right, right, because it gets before because Jack Crawford's there, but it's before. Yeah, because it's because it's, it's before and then it's Red Dragon and then yeah. 
but or I man but, hunter. But I will say, oh yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm just saying the the way that Mads Mikkelsen plays Hannibal it's and the way that so Bourdain put. I mean Bourdain. Oh. I Bourdain on the land. <laughs> the way that um, Hopkins plays yeah. him is very different. Both equally effective. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Maybe with Chianti, I'm still there. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. It's a it's a point of contention. Maybe with Chianti, it is Hannibal um, making fun of the guy that whose liver he ate. Oh, maybe, maybe. he called. Maybe he said. Maybe that's Chianti. the way he said it. I don't um, like you continuing to say <laughs> Chianti. It's, it's we, that that and Lowenstein are the doors <laughs> that are now barred from my fair. house. They're very 1991. Um, the at the very end of the movie, just that long shot of him Ooh. following Anthony Heald, where he's like crip walking behind him, like wow. it's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, it goes um, on for a long, it's long time. It's like the entire. Credits. And then you're like, are we going to see anything else gory? And then it's just credits. I love that because though. you know how long this movie is. Is like two hours. Two hours. Yeah. Fine. It's Fine. a perfect amount of time. It is. Yeah. It feels right. Yeah. Yeah. The scene where he. The escape scene. Ugh. You know something bad's happening. When Those you... are the two. The escape scene and then the scene in the house at the very end. Yeah. Those are the two scenes like and it's set that up... I have that if I turn it on, I have to watch at least through yeah. the end of the scene. Well, the cut, the cut when they're Ooh. they're trying to go the, when they, you think when they're they going to barge, you yeah. think the you're, they're getting in on Jane Gum, and yeah. and then it's and then Jack Crawford realizes it's so Starling. effective. It's amazing. Yeah. I love this movie. I love this movie. Ah, so good. Guys, if you haven't seen Silence of the Lambs... It's well put together. Just get out of here. It should have won, and it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should um, rank that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, should we talk about some other movies from the year? Uh, do you want to rank them, or what? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's rank the five nominees from last to first. Daniel, you are a guest. You can go first. My last is oh gosh it's this this is tough i would say um i would say prince of tides is my Mm -hmm. last then i would say bugsy Mm -hmm. then i would say jfk yep then i would say beauty and the beast and then i would say silence of the lamb yeah baby but three, four, and five are real close. <laughs> <laughs> My, I completely agree with you. Uh, three, four, and five are real close. Mine are just switched a little bit. Five is Prince of Tides. Four is JFK for me. Three is Bugsy. Two's Beauté and the Best. And one is Silence of the Lambs. There's a big gulp between two and three. For me, there's a big... Four and five are very close, but I'm also putting Prince of Tides last. And then Bugsy fourth. Then I'm actually going to go Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a chasm between four and then three. Three and two are very close for me. And then, again, Silence of the Lambs. Far and away. Like, far and away. Like, my favorite movie of the 120 plus it's that I've watched in the last so eight enjoyable. months for this podcast. So, um, yeah, what, Matthew, uh, Daniel, I almost called you your brother's oh my name. Gosh, my, it happens every day. <laughs> Usually Rosemary's doing it. Seriously. <laughs> Or Terry. <laughs> um, uh, I know you watched a couple other movies from this year. Any thoughts on yeah, them that you want to give us? I looked at the acting nominations. Yeah. And I had never seen Cape Fear, so I uh-huh. watched Cape Fear. And Juliette Lewis is nominated for that. Oh. Cape Fear is not stellar. No. 
And is it a scary movie? I actually don't know. It is supposed it. to be it's very like a, thriller. a thriller. Uh, and if we want to talk about crazy accents, <laughs> then that award goes to Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the star of that movie. movie is also Nick Nolte. Ugh, too yeah. much Nick Nolte, and guys. I'm not a huge Nick Nolte fan. <laughs> yeah, it's, funny. it's what we've learned. But yeah. Juliet, <laughs> watching Juli- a couple scenes with Juliet Lewis was enough for me to be like, oh, this was worth my time. Yeah. Um, and I also watched Thelma and Louise, which I'd never seen all the way through. Oh. And I really, really enjoyed Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Oh, good. Some yeah. Movie. Um, I didn't so much watch from beginning to end because all these movies were way too, for three of the five of them were way too fucking long. <laughs> but um, I just want to say, like, on two things. On the, on the note of, um, uh, like, what makes a movie good slash yeah. best picture worthy... Like, there's a couple movies that I think... Like, I understand Bugsy, JFK, and Silence of the Lambs being... Or even just Bugsy and JFK because they're, like, epic whatever movies. But Prince of Tides is just, like, a fun... Like, not a fun... It's not fun at all. But it's just, like, a romance. Mm -hmm. And for that... I think the book was huge. And that's why that this... And that's why it got nominated? I think it was, like, a very, very popular... Because it's confusing to me because um, Fried Green Tomatoes came out that year, Uh which is is not, like, you know, what you think of with Best Picture, but it's definitely better than than Prince of Tides. And I put it in that same category of just, like, like a a basic drama of just, like, if you want to enjoy yourself... Ditto to My Girl, which was a, which is oh, a, I was just a great movie. Loved My Girl. I yeah. love My Girl, and it's it's effective now. And then my all time favorite movie from that year is other than Silence of the Lambs is Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, but that's a different. So category. it's so wonderful. I understand why that wasn't done, nominated. Man, I understand why that one wasn't nominated. But I but I would really put. I just think if Prince of Tides is going to be nominated, front, yeah, there's sure. other movies in that genre that are less clunkily done right. and more emotionally effective. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about, not to go back to it, but I don't give a shit about Nick Nolte and Barbara Streisand's relationship, but I do about Mary Louise Parker right. and um, what's-her-face in The Other Girl. Do you think Barbara Streisand has something to do with that? Where it's like... Yeah, I thought about that. You know, it's starring mm-hmm. and directed by, and it's like there's like a certain Hollywood caliber of mm-hmm. like, Mary wow. Stuart Masterson. Mary Stuart Masterson, Mary Stuart thank Masterson. you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Plus being a very popular novel that, you know, takes yeah. us from the sweeping south to the New York and there's child rape. And there is child, yeah. And you get child rape in something. Although there's bar- domestic abuse there's in also, Fried Green Tomatoes. It's also probably partially Barbara Streisand, honestly. Because I think it's the same thing with Warren Beatty that, like, it's, like, Hollywood, yeah. like... Do you not hear what Daniel just saying? Because yeah. he just was saying. Yeah, yeah. But I. That's cool. When did Daniel get here? <laughs> I'm Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't like this podcast, this was Matthew Scott McGovern. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, don't talk about my movie, Mr. Stead. Don't sleep on that movie. Guys. Yeah. I never would. Josh yeah. Charles. Mm. It is oh, just like Such the cutest. Cutie. I love him. The cutest. He's so cute. I'm on his little run right now. Yeah. Before he disappeared for several years before Sports Night. Ugh, mm. that show. Um, I watched three movies. I watched Barton Fink, which is uh, really interesting. Uh, I suggest it. It's a Coen Brothers movie. It's, I've never seen it. It's, it's probably their best, uh, I think it's maybe their best Hollywood. Is it like, John Turturro? Yeah. John Turturro's like basically like a Clifford Odette stand-in. So he's like this like playwright in the 30s that like wants to like... 
uh, like make a new theater and then he goes to Hollywood to like make some money to make the new theater and it's like him like toiling away like writing a B movie basically and nice. John Goodman is his like neighbor that it's it's up to interpretation is he like actually this like crazy gangster is he maybe a figment of John Turturro's imagination um, and then I watched The Fisher King um which oh, yes. doesn't hold up super well. I remember I never, liking I've it a lot more. It. It's kind of too it's Robin Williams performance yes. a little too much. And Mercedes Rule Mercedes Rule won, won best, best supporting actress for or it. Best yeah. Um and of she's course, great so. in it. Um and Jeff Bridges is like this like Howard Stern esque shock jock who basically like makes fun of this bar to this guy who always calls it and then the, the guy goes to the bar and kills seven people and himself. Oof. And then he meets Robin Williams, like, later, and Robin Williams is, like, homeless, and you find out, like, his wife was one of the women killed, and it, like, caused him to have a psychiatric break, and anyway, it's a lot. It sounds like Um, a lot. But it kind of turns into this, like, romantic comedy between Robin Williams and Amanda Plummer. Um, Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, where they're both, like, like, she's just, like, Amanda Plummer, so she's just, like, weird, and, like, he's... A mental case. So I might like, skip this one. Yeah. Uh, but it's Terry Gilliam, so there's some cool visual stuff in it. And then I watched Boys in the Hood, which I'd never seen before. Mm, I've never seen that one either. Which is not bad. It's good. Um, John Singleton was nominated for Best Director for it, which is yes. why I watched it, because he's that was the only Best Director yeah. nominee of not a non-Best Picture nominee. Um the thing to me was, and it's good, and there's like it definitely is emotional at the end, and the people in it are good, but the fact that he was nominated for this, and we talked last time about Do the Right Thing, and we talked you know, a while ago about Malcolm X, the fact that Spike Lee didn't get nominated for Best Director for either of those movies, and John Singleton did for this movie, feels very strange. Like, and obviously, like, it's uncomfortable to compare the two, but like, it very much seems like the Academy being like, oh, like, we're not fully ignoring like directors of color. Yeah. But Spike Lee's achievements in those two movies, which are basically on... Just on the other, like, Malcolm X was 92, Do the Right Thing was two years before this, like, or just on the other side of this, like, ignoring him feels weird. Yeah, I understand. Um, Anyway, I can see both, for me personally, Barton Fink and Boys in the Hood getting in over some of the nominees, but nothing nothing beats Silence of the Lambs. No, I think we're all in agreement. The other cool thing that I want to say about Silence of the Lambs before we go is that I just think it's cool that the Academy voted for that movie for Best Picture. Yeah, I agree. Because it's... Not a regular... The year before, Dances with Wolves won, which is like... It'd be like Goodfellas, and we'll get to that year eventually, but that seems like such like an Academy mistake, like looking back, where it's like this movie that like... We look back on and think like, oh, this is maybe Scorsese's best film. Like, it's a movie you can turn on and like you want to watch it anytime. Versus Dances with the Wolves, which is just like, I don't know, it was like three hours long, and it's Kevin Costner. Like, I can't with any more of these three hours. <laughs> I cannot. Well, wait till Kevin we get to nineteen ninety. Always in them. Yeah, um, but he's great. So it's just cool. It? It's just yeah. cool that. The next year, they were like, oh, um, let's just vote for the best movie, even yeah. though it's a genre picture. Yeah. Like, as opposed, a, to, as opposed to, like, letting Bugsy win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, before we wrap up, Daniel, we always like to ask people what if they have a favorite movie of 2018. Uh, I, after, just see, after seeing um, Hereditary, 
so far, it's def- definitely wow. my choice. Because I'm such a huge... Don't do that. It's, I, I've seen the trailer and it, it frightens me. I'm such a huge horror fan. And uh, I ha- had a lot of expectations for it. And I thought it was just solidly weird. Yeah. Like shockingly weird. And I just love that a movie that gets as silly and as... Yeah, it definitely feels like it feels like one thing, and then it profoundly becomes weirder in another thing. I just love, I just love weird. Yeah, and when it gets that weird and scary, so so far that really is is my favorite. Yeah, Um, I still like Isle of Dogs best, but Mm -hmm. I will say, um, and if you're a dog lover, you love Isle of Dogs. Um, But I will say, um, I also saw last weekend with uh, Rachel Lewis. We went and saw at the Writers Guild Theater the Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary, mm-hmm. RBG, and it's phenomenal. Yeah. I think a lot of times, like, documentaries, even when they're about, like, interesting people, like, you can make a boring documentary about an interesting person, and this was really, really well done. Yeah. So if you have the opportunity, I suggest that. I think I'm still going to say Tully by a hair, although the three movies, the last three movies I saw, I think, are all worth seeing, which are Hereditary. Um, I saw Upgrade. Oh, oh yes. yeah, which is also I weird and um, I, have, I have plans to go see um, that. Is cool, uh, more sci-fi yes. than uh, like thriller horror for sure, sci-fi action, and then um, First Reformed, yeah, which I also thought gets really weird. And I like kind of stuck with me because yeah. it definitely starts as one thing and kind of and turns. And, yeah. It's very yeah. Um, Daniel, is there anything you like to plug? Dog is getting. Um, if anybody out there listens to go- or likes Goosebumps, um, I have a Goosebumps podcast with my twin brother, who is also a guest on this podcast. I love it. So if you're listening to this podcast, I bet you like podcasts. <laughs> so um, you can listen to our Goosebumps podcast. It's called Welcome to Deadcast. Welcome to Welcome the to Goosebumps. Deadcast. Yes, the Goosebumps podcast. So um, give it a listen. Or if you like true crime. I also have another podcast <laughs> called Done Disappeared. Two, many podcasts. And I will, it, basically all I'll say is if you like true crime, you should really, really listen to that podcast. And I'll leave it at that. Mego, anything to plug? Um, the 12th season of Parts Unknown is streaming now and it's amazing. And if you haven't seen the Anthony Bourdain, go to West Virginia it's like required viewing. It should be for everybody. It is really, especially as a super liberal person, it's very, it's an amazing watch. And I cried my way through it this weekend. So mm-hmm. I suggest. Also, this podcast. I'm plugging this podcast. Yeah, you should listen to this podcast if you're not listening to it right now. Yeah. Um, uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes uh, so we get more listeners. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at The Oscar Should Have Gone To. Follow us on Twitter at the Oscar Should, and um, our next episode in a couple weeks will be the year 1996. So that is for those of you who want to prep or just kind of remind yourself the movies. Uh, it's sort of a weird year. It's Jerry Maguire, Shine, Secrets and Lies, Fargo, and the Academy Award went to The English Patient. Yayo. <laughs> um, but until then, uh, happy watching. Get out there, watch some movies. Ugh, I don't uh, like listen listen to our back catalog if this is your first episode because you're such a Daniel Montgomery fan as we are. Oh, um, you're and, saying um, with, your, with his 
with his fist on his cheek. Yeah, it's yeah. very cute. Um, we'll talk to you guys. Uh, we'll see you. Uh, bye. <sighs> bye. Bye.